Listener discretion is advised because we love a good F-bomb, guys. This is Beer Fit Life, a podcast for people that love beer and love to take care of their bodies. I'm Sophia Dolgicanti, founder and CEO of Beer Fit Club. You may have heard of us on Fox News, The Wall Street Journal, and Insider Fitness. So listen up because I'm going to show you how to live your best beer fit life. Okay, here we are on another episode of Beer Fit Life, and I'm sitting down with my good friend, Jason Freeman, and he is a bartender for over 20 years, and we're getting close to over 20 years. So he's got fucking experience making cocktails, guys. And on this episode, we're discussing low-calorie cocktails. Low-calorie, high in flavor. And some that you might want to drink during the spring and summer. And you're going to get some amazing tips and tricks on how to make the best cocktails and how to make maybe some of the cocktails you like lower in calories. So welcome to the podcast, Jason and Freeman. Thank you, Sophie. I'm really glad to be here. That was so professional. Yeah, I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. Maybe your listeners want to know that. We've pre-gamed a bit, and I'm trying to keep it uh, together. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is he like, I'm having like mm-hmm. my own like little uh, cocktail that I made for tonight. Mm. Um, you know, I'm a big beer girl, but I love experimenting with the cocktails now and finding things that are lower in calories so I don't have to constantly think about my waistline while I'm fucking drinking. Fuck that shit. Well, um, I love where your head is at. I've always been, you know... I try to tell people not to worry about calories, that alcohol has its own little rules. If people were so concerned about what they were drinking, I'd be out of a job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or concerned with any decision. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Um, But yes, you know, I I think that uh, there's a lot of different ways to go about it. There's a whole school of thought called mixology. Um, Full disclosure, I'm not a mixologist. I consider myself a straight-up bartender. I'm your cold beer and... um, Highballing kind of kind of bartender like your your rum and coke and your gin and tonic kind of guy. And he sports the pompadour. And I do sport and, the pompadour. And he sports some vintage bowling shirts because uh, yeah. that's just how he fucking rolls. That is definitely how I roll. And in fact, uh, you mentioned the vintage bowling shirts. Right now, I do work for um, three different bowling alleys in their bar. Yeah. And I absolutely love it. I'm very happy. But It's so funny because I would have never gone to a bowling alley to go to a bar or really had a drink from a bowling alley, alley bar <laughs> if you weren't there. And we love having you, Sophia. You're always a, but a then, job. Uh, but then, like, mm-hmm. also, you know, like, um, the bowling alleys, like, that you work at, are they actually have cute bars. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And all those places, too... Yes, I worked for like a corporate entity that owns all these bar, uh, bowling alleys, but they were all privately owned at one point. Yeah. So like the bar in uh, Center Reach in Smithtown, those were all there before uh, AMF Bolero came in. Oh, I didn't want to say that out loud, but all right, we said it. We did it. It happened. We're moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scarred by it. Okay, rock and roll. Neither am I. I uh, you mentioned my experience. So just for uh, background purposes, I have worked in nightclubs, you know, the 4 a.m., Rock and roll places, yes. I've cater waitered, I've cater bartended. I have um, worked in fine dining briefly. It was awful. Um, And uh, lots of corporate restaurants as well as boutiques all over Chicago and in New York. So I've seen a lot of cocktailing fare in my day. 
Yeah. Yeah. So from like the $5 cocktails to the $25 absolutely, cocktails. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and they're all basically the same. Uh, there definitely <laughs> is. You know, I, 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 one of my things too is I always say like, oh, mixology is magic because it's not about the drink. It's about the sleight of hand and the showmanship and the presentation, you know? Like, oh, I'm going to smoke this um, uh, cedar plank and uh, gosh, what was that? with some basil on top, and then I'm going to place it in top of your cocktail glass. I'm going to cover the glass so the smoke fills the glass. Then I'm going to pour some whiskey in there. And you know what? 15 minutes later, I'm still not catching a buzz, and I just paid $30 for this show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it is, because the thing is, they're charging for the time that it takes to execute those cocktails. Well, they have no choice. You know, if they're only making one drink every 15 minutes. You know? Yeah. You know? I mean, I went to some places, and, and it, like, it, took a while because there's chopping and bitters involved and like then they have to coat the glass then they pour it out then they put something back in and i don't know it's like it's very complicated it is and 100%. it's fun though it's beautiful absolutely fun and there's not to say there's nothing to it i i think there is an artistry i think that there is definitely a um uh for, oh gosh you know a community for that sort of thing in the same way there's a community for craft beer there's a community for craft cocktailing and an appreciation for it i however am not that person <laughs> i think that we get together we drink to you know take the tension away we drink to lighten the mood we we get together with our friends and we just escape from the world for five fucking minutes because it's so awful out there yeah, and you. you know amen to that and we just want to drink we want to just catch a little buzz have a good time and and get and hopefully get home safely and enjoy the rest of our lives with our family and loved ones of course home so safely. exactly yes. so Let's just keep it simple, stupid, the whole kiss method, and let's just drink something. Let's not be ridiculous about it. We don't need to put all this ridiculous sugar in it. Like you said, we're going to be locale. Yeah, but, um, because sometimes the sugar in those cocktails that you're drinking actually gives you a worse hangover the next day. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, because you know, the sugary cocktails, or the sugary spirits, rather, are cheaply made also. They're masking their poor quality with their artificial flavoring and their sugaring and their sweetener yeah. and their sweetness. So you're drinking like, you know, that Malibu over and over and over again with that canned uh, pineapple juice. Or even worse, that uh, that uh, pineapple juice in the gallon jug that's been pasteurized. You know, it just wasn't from concentrate. And um, you're not realizing all the impurities that you're uh, ingesting. Yeah. Because it's just so sweet and you drink it so fast. And yes, you're absolutely right. The next day you're going to feel like crap. And then also like the nowadays... We're all we're all thinking about artificial colors, artificial flavors, artificial sweeteners. Like and a lot of these cocktails that everybody likes to drink, you know, they have that shit in it. No matter what it is, even in old fashioned it has grenadine. Grenadine's like fucking like, you know, made out of it's it's not mm -hmm. very real. You no, know? and it used to be. Grenadine used to be a cordial. You know, when people order Shirley Temples, people I still have people to this day that are like, Can I get that virgin? Because grenadine used to be a liqueur. Yeah. Now it's just red dye and, and simple syrup. Yeah. So I'm always like, it is virgin. But like, don't they give it like a cherry flavor at least? Grenadine is a cherry flavored syrup, yeah. I mean, well it's supposed to be. Um, but it was used yeah. to be it used to be a cherry liqueur. Yeah. And um, that's how you'd make a Shirley Temple. So people would actually say to me now, now uh, can I get a virgin one? And I just giggle because it's been virgin for like 40 years. So like, <laughs> you know, when we started this whole thing, a mm -hmm. lot of people have these preconceived notions that it, to have a lower calorie cocktail, that you are somehow going to be having these artificial sweeteners or artificial flavors. And a lot of the times in the past, that was the case. But, you know, 
tell us more about you know all the options that are available nowadays okay well yes um i think that uh a lot of times the default is is sweetness it's sugar so when you think about low calorie drinks even if you take the alcohol out of the equation, you know, when you think about um, your, your sugarless uh, hazelnut syrup at uh, Starbucks or your sugarless um, salted caramel, your no-calorie whipped cream. Um, who made that no-calorie whipped cream? I think it gave everyone diarrhea. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yes, There's some, always a price Yes, at some point someone <laughs> created like a zero-calorie something or other, and I think it's mostly vinegar-based, but so it's a lot of salt and it's a lot of sugar. And um, I think that's where we've come into this belief system that our uh, artificial, our, our, our low calorie drinks have to be somehow artificially flavored. And that, as you pointed out, is just not necessarily true. Um, I think if we do want something that isn't just straight up vodka on the rocks, we want something with a little panache to it, we are gonna have to throw in a little extra calorie, a little orange zest, a little muddled fruit, uh, maybe just a teaspoon of uh, blue agave, um, Club soda is everybody's best friend because that'll give it a little bubbly. But that's not necessarily always a default. And I always find myself, too, always relying on club soda a lot um, to give my drink a little zest, if you will. But that's not even true. Like uh, whiskey and water with a few uh, a few um, savory additives is great. Water opens up whiskey really, really well. So if you use like a nice filtered water, too, if you're going to splurge. Um, also, no mixer at all. Uh, I think like um, a nice whiskey, a nice clean whiskey, maybe a little homemade bitters, and like I said, a little water, some zest, some fruit in there. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to worry about all the extra calories. I mean, just take it slow, which mm. you should be with fucking liquor anyways. Oh, uh, you know, stop judging me. Speak yourself. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, all I can say is... By the way, this is getting a little low. I don't know, like... How do we we podcast when we're refilling? (laughs) I have a magic button that puts it on pause. Oh, technology. It's fucking amazing. They thought of everything. (laughs) So, you know, uh, right now, I'm drinking, actually, um, a shot of ouzo with uh, some freshly squeezed orange juice. Like... You know, maybe like a half an orange's worth of orange juice. Okay, when you say freshly squeezed orange juice, though, it gives the impression that you've actually used orange juice as a mixer. You just no, squeezed no, a quarter I literally squeezed yeah. orange <laughs> into my drink, and then I added some seltzer. It's very refreshing. It's, like, great for the spring and summer. And, like, ouzo, to me, is very underrated. I'm fucking half Greek, so, of course, fucking ouzo, bitches! You know, I you taught me something. I really thought Uzo was like one of those low boozy, super sugary liqueurs. Yeah. And I was not about it. When you were like, I'm gonna make this drink with Uzo, I was like, bitch, you're on your own. But um, <laughs> No, it is okay, so this Uzo is forty proof, right? A forty percent alcohol by volume. So it's just as uh, eighty proof, forty percent alcohol. Right. Yeah. So it's just as boozy as like your mm-hmm. Basil Hayden's uh whiskey that I was drinking before. And oh my gosh. Like chilled, what it looks like, like in the shot glass. What did we say it was? Like unicorn, unicorn tears. Unicorn tears. <laughs> like it's all glittery. I just want to smear it on my yeah. face and go to a rave. So pro tip: put your ouzo in the freezer, and then when you put it in your glass, because I guess 
part of it crystallizes and part of it mm. doesn't. It literally looks like it's sparkled. Like it has sparkles inside of it, but it doesn't. It was sparkly. I really liked it. And it made me happy. It made you very happy. It's, there's so few things in the world that do that too. So thank you, Uzo. Thank you, Uzo. For that brief moment of joy. But like, you know, aside from even the cocktails <laughs> that you're talking about and like the natural options through using fruit rather than fruit juice and blah, 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 blah. Like there are some great like vodkas right now that are made with flavoring that are like actual natural flavors with no added sugars and things like that. Like I, uh, I recently went to the liquor store and I sent you a photo. I was like so excited yeah, because I was the, like, oh my god, this the kettle one botanicals, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're so mm-hmm. delicious. They're very delicious. They come in very different flavors too, like orange blossom and shit. I they, don't yeah, know. they got orange blossom. I think there's a peach something. I know there's a cucumber mint. Yeah, cucumber mint. Um, I saw that one too. Which that again, just good. pour that on the rocks and drink that shit. It's perfect. It's just the way it is. Yeah, like you don't even need to do anything to it. Like it's just literally here's a shot of that vodka and then you put some fucking club soda and you're all good. And if you want to, you could muddle in some extra fucking fruit for flair. Well, with that one, that the, the if we're talking about cucumber mint right now, I would make a vodka mojito with that, straight up, because mm-hmm. the mint's already in there. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes cucumber; throws a little bit of savory. Also, too, you want to train your palate. If we're talking about being calorie conscious and low calorie, you have to train your palate to get away from the sugar. You you always crave. It's so true. You crave what you consume. If you train yeah. your palate to to want savory instead of sweet. So you, you lean towards the cucumber stuff. You lean towards the basil stuff. You lean towards the pepper stuff. I think Absolute makes an amazing pepper vodka, perfect for Bloody Marys, which, um, you know, and if you use a, a natural, um, well, I'm not going to say natural. They don't make that. But, like, if you actually make tomato juice and you season it yourself instead of buying Bloody Mary mix, brunch, right there. You don't even have to eat. It's lunch right in that drink, which is perfect. I love that shit. Yeah, no. Yeah. It, it, I mean, there there's so many different options out there. And, like, what you did say about training your palate, a lot of people, like, just drink soda. Like, regular soda, mm-hmm. you know, with sugar in it all the time. Or, say, they have, like, a breakfast cereal every morning that is, like, Honey Nut Cheerios, which is pretty low in sugar compared to some. But like, still, but it's right there in the name, honey. If, yeah, you know, if yeah. you're having like sugar all the time, you're gonna crave more sugar, and then though that sugar that's in your drinks actually makes your hangover fucking worse the next day. So it's like you know, um, you know, it's it's always good to get a buzz. Everybody's, I'm not above getting a buzz. I'm just saying, like you know, you can do it smarter, and also like especially if you know how many drinks you can consume before you start making bad decisions you know mm. like for me my bad decisions are usually stopping by a drive through on the way home to get something fried you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen whatever it takes you to get you to my bar if you're, i mean it's fine every once in a while <laughs> <laughs> what, what you do after you leave my bar that's on you girl i'm not mad um but you know don't not drink i mean let's be you know that's no, just, I'm I just mean, saying that. Just, I, I need to make fun. a living. I've got a five year plan. Just don't, don't not drink. Basically, <laughs> what the, the moral of this story, everyone, is keep drinking, please, and come visit Jason on uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think the point is everybody like that can drink responsibly. 
you know, and they they want to drink, you know, mm. and if you're going to drink, you should, you know, like just like you make good food decisions, you can make better cocktail slash drink slash beer decisions as well. Okay. Know? Yes, absolutely. So, like, whatever thought that you put into what you're going to eat that night, if you're trying to be healthy at least, you know, then mm. you could put, like, a little bit of thought into your cocktail as well. You know what, Sophia? I'm on your side, girl. 100%. Let's high-five it out. High-five. Nice! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we took a little hiatus. We had to get another couple of drinks. So if we... sorry folks sorry that's terrible (laughs) so yeah if uh if we sound like a lot more jolly than we were it's because alcohol yes we were testing our recipes we wanted to make sure we were um supplying your listeners with uh quality uh Shit. Quality control right fucking here. Yeah. We are just, we're the quality <laughs> control panel, Sophie and Jason. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, let's go, like, we're now in this segment going to be concentrating on actual recipes that you can use that are, like, lower calorie. And um, some of them are based on some favorite drinks that you already have, and some of them are completely fucking new things. So, you know... I'll start off with two of mine that I just tried tonight and <laughs> um, <laughs> that I really like, actually. So, if you take about a quarter of a uh, orange and you squeeze it into a glass with uh, a shot of ouzo and some uh, seltzer, you got yourself fucking, I don't know. What, An what ouzo outrageous. I, I think you, an orangina uzo, an uzo orangino outrageous, an outrage too- <laughs> a raging orangina <laughs> in Greece. Um, orjuzo. Or- <laughs> I wish you went first. I genuinely do. Okay, orjuzo was perfect. Okay. <laughs> So there was, there's Orjuzo. So. Can we describe the Orjuzo a little bit? So, for those of you that do not know Ouzo, it is a uh, licorice flavored uh, liqueur or liquor, really, because it's um, 80 proof, 40% alcohol, um, and, you know, very, very smooth, especially if you keep it in the freezer. Um, It's from Greece. It's a Greek delicacy. We fucking love that shit. And the orange, you know, it's very acidic. And the ouzo is like, it's got that licorice, so it kind of like takes it down a couple notches. And so, like, I think they work really well together. And then the club soda just adds a little fun. Or the seltzer, really seltzer. I mean, club soda, so it just has extra salt. It's so stupid. Yeah, and I don't even think that's necessarily true. I mean, back in the day, that used to be the distinction. Club soda was essentially just carbonated water and seltzer was some sort of like salt infused carbonated water and that's where the name seltzer comes from because in latin and french sel is salt but i think that like if you go to some of these health stores or you know if you look at seltzer there's actually no salt in it so i don't know carbonated water. yeah i don't know what's changed yeah but uh but yeah so that's the orjuzo (laughs) The orjuzo is really good. Uh, so it's, it's really a, delicious and it's very fresh and it's very light. And then 
another one that we just came up with was the well it wasn't really just came up with but it's kind of like a riff on a uh margarita it's mm. just like um and like you know a quarter of a lime a quarter of an orange like squeezed into a glass with a shot of mezcal and some some freaking seltzer and you've got yourself a low calorie like margarita type of deal and and the mezcal adds smokiness so now i know that you know more about like mezcal tequila and stuff like that so so just explain to people what mezcal and tequila and the difference is so um it kind of cut into the middle of my, my my prepared speech, but we can start with mezcal. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, it's quite all right. But you're right. You're right. No, no. So a lot of tequilas. Um, tequila is an agave-based spirit. Mezcal is an agave-based spirit. Um, it's actually the national spirit of Mexico, a uh, little known fact. Um, and what did we say before? So all tequilas are mezcals. Not all mezcals are tequilas. Kind of in the same way that... Bourbon and whiskey isn't necessarily scotch, but it comes from the same family. Um, it is essentially, it is an oven-baked agave that's later distilled. Uh, I don't know what happens to tequila that makes tequila. I think it might just be um, a little bit cheaper, cheaper, cheaper produced. It might have a lot more sugar in it. They well, might... tequila is based on the region of yeah. where the agave is from. So, mm-hmm. like, I think it has to be from specific regions of Mexico to be considered tequila. Whereas mezcal can come where the fuck ever from, you know? They're just like, hey, here's some fucking agave, let's squeeze it, let's get the fucking juicy nectar out of it, and let's make some fucking good shit from it. Okay. But (laughs) what makes mezcal a very uh, versatile spirit when talking about low-calorie cocktails and mixing stuff up is that it is so savory. It is extremely peppery. There's almost like a chipotle aftertaste in the in the, it, in the return. Is. And you it's just a little you, smoky. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Smoky's a good word for it. And um, when you just mix it into some other things, it just it it takes away the need for sugar that I think so many bartenders and mixologists. Because what we're looking for is flavor. Yes, we're looking like, for something that's going to like you know keep us entertained. Exactly, keep the palate popping. Right. right, you know, we, you know, we want a um, we want to get wasted, but we don't want to get fat. Tur. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so I'm just gonna move right into my little thing here. Yes, let's do. All it. right, so thank you. That was the Orangina and the uh, the or or Jesus Jesus the org the the, the Jesus Orgina. <laughs> And it was a lovely licorice orange uh, carbonated cocktail. Or Juzo. Or Juzo, yes. Or Juzo. <laughs> or Juzo. And we also talked about a makeshift margarita with a few squeezes of orange and lime and lemon into a mezcal with club soda, right? Yeah. Wonderful. We'll take pictures of that later. So, hi everybody. I'm Jason. I've been a bartender for 20 years and I have some low calorie cocktails I want to talk to you about. Told you that. I know, I know. I'm just, I was prepared. So and now, like, I was, I came prepared with my whole speech, and then you were like, "No, we're gonna do it this way." And I was like, "Okay, I'm cool. I'm gonna go with the flow. I'm gonna do it the, do it the uh, Sophia way." Oh, okay, that was one of your dogs. I thought Jim was dying. So, um, and then I'm like, "Wait, this really just screws up my whole presentation." Okay, so, so. Just re- recapping what we said earlier, I think there's a couple of different schools of thought when it comes to cocktailing and making drinks. Um, there's that whole mixology thing where it's all about presentation and show of hands and teasing your palate with all these different crazy concoctions and smoking a glass and a whiskey cube, uh, a whiskey sphere versus a night between a rocks glass and 
And all of those things are very valid. I, I don't dismiss them. And there's the other side of it where, like I said, I'm kind of like where I work currently and where I kind of side is the bartender, quote unquote, uh, philosophy where it's just cold tap beer and highballing. And when I say highballing, it's essentially a highballing is a spirit and one refresher. So that's a gin and tonic, a rum and coke, a, a screwdriver, a, you know, nothing too crazy, anything more than that. And it's, it's something else. Um, and there's also a school of thought where you never put more than three ingredients into a cocktail. Anything more than that, and it gets confusing. And that's kind of where I'm at with, the, with oh, my Oh, like list a of, Long Island iced tea. That's Long Island like iced tea. Five or seven things. Yeah, five spirits in a Long Island iced tea. But that also has its place. That also is a classic cocktail. You can't mm -hmm. distinguish it. It's very, very popular. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but yes, there's to keep it simple, like there's and ice never counts as an ingredient. So anything more than three, you're kind of overdoing it. So what are you gonna have? drink Jason well I have a number of things I'm gonna have you drink please um but I want to drink them <laughs> me too hold on one second <laughs> you oh, your, your coaster fell off the bottom of my glass <laughs> Sophia um that's okay okay I'm just gonna put it on my touch key um so well, it's not just as simple as giving you drink recipes, folks, because we're talking about low calorie. And we also talked about earlier what I was saying before about the different philosophies of cocktailing. And for, for, my, for the purposes of this presentation, I kind of side somewhere in the middle. I'm more the easygoing guy, but I do take a few cues from the, mixolo from the mixology side of it. Uh -huh. Okay? We're, still, we're all together? We're still following? I'm here. All right, rock and roll. So... Moving forward, also something we said before in the beginning presentation too was we want to trick our palate. If we're going to do something that's low calorie, um, we want to trick our palate. We want to get away from the sugary things and talk about more savory things because those are lower in sugar and those are high in flavor. Okay? So, my very first thing, the underrated spirit of the day is gin. Do you like gin, Sophia? You know, I didn't know very much about gin. And when I did learn about gin, I was like really interested that it's basically a liquor made from botanicals. So unlike so many other spirits, it really has like its own kind of a feel to it. Absolutely. I think uh, conventionally, historically speaking, uh, gin is essentially made from the same grains as vodka, but it is infused with botanicals. Um, and it's, uh, I think, traditionally known as a juniper-flavored vodka, but that's not really the whole story. It's, um, like I said, it's steeped in the botanical herbs and then it's restilled, so it doesn't have the same taste as vodka. And what gives it that distinctive juniper taste is um, the, the uh, oh, sugar, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I said, oh, sugar, but we're, we're not talking about and sugar. And we're not supposed and to we're be not talking about sugar. No, no, but app. also, like, um, the point is, though, if we're trying to get away from the sugary drinks, but we want something with that maximum flavor, gin is a really good way to go because it's it's steeped in those herbs and there's really no sugar in it, but it has a distinct flavor. Now, we're going to go into spring and summer, right? And you want something that's a little more refreshing. So, basically, when we get the gin, low-calorie drink, we're going to do it with muddled fruit, your classic gin and tonic with some muddled fruit. All right, and we're using, so like you could use a completely non-calorie option, mm. but we've got today um, a tonic that's actually lower sugar version, mm. and it's only four, 40 calories for basically for two drinks worth of tonic, but, and it's organic and all that kind of stuff, and, and so I personally 
would side with something like that rather than going with an aspartame filled, you know, like diet coke or yeah, yeah. or the the tonic. tonic. Also, tonic. Also, uh, a point we've left out is made with quinine. Quinine has a very kind of acidic, um, salty, peppery aftertaste. Has a bit of an aftertaste. Yeah. So if you mix it with some muddle fruit. A little muddle fruit. I like blueberries. I like oranges. I even like pineapples. Even little watermelon if we're talking about spring. Even raspberry, girl. You can muddle that shit any way you want. And then it makes it pink. It does make it pink. So it could be a pink gin and tonic. And there you go. You got just a few pieces of fruit to add that little sugar. You mix it with the savory of the gin and the tonic. And you have a very refreshing, light, summery cocktail. Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. Really good for Mother's Day, too. Any mom would drink it. Any mom would drink it. I think gin's got a bum rap. It's been known as like an old lady kind of a thing. Really? Yeah, it has like an old lady. Uh, My grandmother used to drink Southern Comfort like a motherfucker. Okay, well, I wouldn't drink SoCo. It's too it's too sweet. It's very sweet. Too sweet. It is. But it goes great in um, uh, eggnog, which is also very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all like, here's your low-calorie cocktails, but you know what you really should have? This, like, no. this egg and cream thing with Southern you Comfort. You should never have that. No, you no, should not. You're, you're going to feel fucking bloated and disgusting. So. Okay, do it. Now. When you talk about low-calorie spirits and cocktailing, everybody says vodka. Why vodka? It's like one of the has no carbs, right? And it fucks you up something good. And it's almost like guilt-free because it's not very heavy. It's light. I'm What's, with it. Yeah, totally. What's very popular right now are uh, the Moscow Mules. Now, Moscow Mules are loaded in sugar because most ginger beer is loaded in sugar if you don't know to get a finer quality. Uh, okay. Ginger beer. The difference between ginger beer and let's say just something like ginger ale. And you actually, I actually use ginger beer in a lot of cocktails mm-hmm. as a mixer just for this reason. Ginger, all right, the difference between ginger ale and ginger beer is ginger ale is a carbonated water beverage with ginger. And nowadays, they don't use real ginger. They use high fructose corn syrup and artificial flavors. So all ginger ale is just ginger flavored quote unquote soda Fuck that shit. loaded with sugar ginger beer rather uh, in contrast is actually um brewed and fermented and it doesn't necessarily have alcohol in it some do some don't but with the, the difference between carbonating wa- sugary water versus brewing and fermenting ginger is you have extremely flavorful i mean an assault on your palate when you take one sip of ginger beer it's almost peppery it's very gingery i mean for lack of a better term you don't need to use the whole like the whole thing is ginger beer too you can use literally just a splash i like to put in a squeeze of lime uh a lime quarter squeeze of lime a splash of a high quality ginger beer and some very clear very thin very uh, good uh, a really good vodka. And you have a smooth, low-calorie drink that's just packed with punch. It's kind of a sipping drink, almost. And it's a perfectly sweet, summery drink that you sip. So, and another point of note, when we're talking about a mule and that really nice summery drink, too, is is vodka and vodka choice. And um, what kind of vodka should you use? And back in the day, it used to be the more expensive the bottle, the better quality vodka you get. And I no longer believe that's true. I think the technology and distillation has gotten to the point where you really don't need to spend a lot. Just read the label. I, in fact, got a really good quality generic vodka. I couldn't even tell you the name. It's that, like, you know, obscure. 
but I saw that it was distilled five times. So I bought it. It was ten dollars, and it's a really smooth vodka, no impurities. And yes, you want less impurities so that you don't have the hangover the next day. Not that you should be drinking so much to get a hangover, but okay, I'm lying. Yes, you should. And um, <laughs> you know, there's tips. that. Give me tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, and then, you know, Svedka is also a really good product. I had that at my birthday party because it's really affordable and it's really high quality. Imported vodka from Finland and distilled three or four times. Like, it just, it's really good shit. shit. Um, so that's just a point of note about vodka. So I think we did gin. We did a, a, our summery gin and tonics. We did our summery mules, our low-calorie mules. Um, but what about your, like, heavy dessert cocktails? Who likes a heavy dessert cocktail? I mean, every everybody does. I like, you know, I don't want a piece of pie or a scoop of ice cream at the end of my meal. I want a fucking martini. And I want it to have cream and chocolate and maybe some whipped cream and, I don't know, some fucking uh, pinnacle uh, whipped cream vodka in that shit. In fact, just put everything in it. Give me the fucking Kahlua, the pinnacle, uh, and the whipped cream and the uh, Baileys. But alas, diabetes. the diabetes in an up glass. Mm. Excuse me, I need a sip of one of my two cocktails. So, <laughs> yes, folks, I have two cocktails in front of me. because Double fisting. Well, yeah. So anyway, I like a nice, heavy espresso coffee martini for dinner. A dessert, rather. I think you've actually been out with me where I've ordered one of those. Yeah, you I totally get the, did. Yeah, I get those at the, uh, the Japanese... Um, Steakhouses all the time. Um, however, like I just said before, we're talking we're talking a uh, sugary flavored vodka. We're talking uh, maybe Kahlua. We're talking maybe a espresso liqueur, um, and we're talking uh, a creamer, which either can be a cream liqueur or actual cream. Forty grams of fat and a hundred fucking cups of sugar. Bit of an exaggeration. However, I will say this. Okay. A bit. I will say this. For every cup of spirit that goes into a coffee liqueur or um, a cream liqueur or even a flavored vodka, for every cup of spirit, it's one cup of sugar. Oh. Yes. So it's shit. literally it's literally one to a one. One to one. Ratio. On sugar to fucking to booze. spirit. Yes. Oh my God. Absolutely. At least for most recipes. I can't say that's universal, but... Of all the recipes I've come across, that's what it is. F that shit. F that shit indeed. So, um, how do we fix that, Sophia? How do we make a low-cal yet heavy dessert cocktail? This motherfucker knows. This motherfucker knows indeed. So, we talked earlier about mezcal. I love mezcal because high alcoholic volume, lots of savory aftertaste. Have you familiar with Patron XO? Their, their coffee liqueur? Amazing, smooth. Yeah. Makes it a great coffee martini. But all that sugar, no! <laughs> well, what do we have here? We took, what do we make? We made our Mezcal espresso drink. Yeah. All right? You can put it on the rocks or up. I prefer it up because I like to be snooty with my fucking pinkies out and sipping. <laughs> but anywho, what did we do? We took a shot of Mezcal. We took a generous shot of chilled cold brew espresso. And some coconut creamer, which you also got at Trader Joe's. You love Trader Joe's. Um, I have sex with Trader Joe's. I, I mean, I'd fuck it. Um, <laughs> but. So. And we chill it. We shake it. We strain it into a, a chilled up drink. Uh, 
And it truly is, you know, in my humble opinion, amazing. That mezcal really, really carries it. It's got that peppery aftertaste, but you've got that, that smooth coffee and cream right there. I'm going to have one sip of it right now. Oh, well, it's got a little warm. But yeah, have a sip, Soph. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. What's nice is you're getting the coffee. You're mm. getting the cream. But you're not getting a ridiculous punch in the face of sugar. Oh, absolutely. You don't even taste sugar in there, right? Yeah. But like, but it it just, just the flavors are there. and It smooths out the mezcal too. Like every, mezcal by itself yeah, is so, it's it so is, assalting. It is. can It can be because yeah. it's very smoky and whatever. But I, I would say anybody can drink this mm. anytime. You can have it on and, the rocks. I just like a mar. I, I just love me a coffee espresso martini, whether it's creamy or black. When I make an espresso martini, I usually ask people, "Do you want it?" And you if know, you how don't do want to like add it? as much creamer, you could always add like a little bit of, um, you know, like seltzer water, and then it kind of gives it that kind of like egg cream kind of a vibe. Ooh, I was about to respectfully disagree with you, but now that you said egg cream, I'm like, okay, I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah, I love that shit. Maybe just a little natural chocolate. A little of the natural chocolate syrup or cocoa powder. Teeny tiny. Teeny tiny. But like, Oh, just like a little bit of like a powdering. On yes, the top. you just flake it on the top. And like again, going back to um if things are just not too if they're just too sour for you, just a, a half a teaspoon of agave syrup too. Yeah, and would, it's natural. Would take it away. You know, exactly. I mean, I'm always talking about like calorie conscious, you know. I'm not always I just want to get my drink on, you know. I don't want to worry about my waistline. But sometimes I'm even thinking, like, we've been talking about mm. agave, but honey would be really good with, say, like a bourbon. Oh, absolutely. A honey, little bit of honey, some bourbon. You can muddle a couple of those morello cherries. Or and some, some fucking cloves. Oh. Bitch. Cloves. Oh, I want He's a honey clove. I am honey clove bourbon, motherfucker. Um, wow, we're getting tipsy. <laughs> Well, you're the one double fisting it. Girl, I'm thirsty. So, um, anywho, so I think we're, we, we got it. So, pictures are going to come, folks, as a, if I understand correctly. Yeah. All these recipes will be online. I know we kind of just ran through it real quickly. But there is something I want your listeners to know about. Oh. It, it is true. So, we're talking about, like, mixology here and mixing up some classic cocktails. And, yeah. And replacing some sugary ingredients with some more natural ones or smoky ones or savory ones. But... There is something else, guys, and I call it the magic mixer. It's kind of available everywhere. Like, if you just don't want to deal with the bullshit, there's a product called, um, Bai? Bay? B-A-I? You can get it anywhere. I get it at BJ's Wholesale Club by the case. It is, um, a green tea, all natural, naturally sweetened. Well, they're not all green tea. I think they're all green tea. Um, I could be mistaken. No, there are some that are just like coconut flavored. And yes, stuff. they're green tea though. It's green. It's not like a green tea drink. There's green tea in all of them. Oh, green tea is an ingredient in it. Yes. In all so they're of them. yes, they're green tea based, um, coconut fruit drinks. But here's my thing, and they're ten calories a piece. They're loaded with antioxidants. Load no no artificial ingredients, no artificial sweeteners. Ten calories a bottle. A whole bottle. I give or take. I, I'm one of the bottles I was looking at today was only ten calories. So um, when we take photos of our cocktails uh, later, we'll look at the labels. But um, I just think that you want a margarita, put tequila in your in the mango, coconut lime bay. You want a, a 
You want a pina colada, all these famous summery drinks? Take the coconut or the coconut pineapple bay and throw in some tequila or some fucking delicious smoky mezcal. Um, yeah. Um, and then there you go. That's like you want to. You want Nothing artificial. Yeah. And it's very low calorie. Mm-hmm. And you know, just throw on some rocks, and you're fucking good to go. Also, too, I've been known to mix it up with lemon vitamin water. So I have had like a coconut, uh, a vodka lemonade with a little coconut aftertaste. Just so smooth, so refreshing. So if you're just not into like wowing your guests with all the, the muddling and the and the special ingredients and the fancy labels to impress, and you're just like, fuck it, I just need something low-cal and delicious, that's the, that's the, I call it the magic mixer because it's just the way to go. It's available at every grocery store, B-A-I. Yeah, um, and it's, 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 there's nothing artificial about it. And it's completely low calorie, completely low calorie. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, one of those buys would probably make you two to three cocktails. Oh, absolutely, because you can throw it a little rocks, you mix it up. I've recommended that to so many people. I've recommended it to my uh, diabetic, my diabetic friend. So that was like his dinner party, or well, it's a married couple, so their dinner party. Um, huge hit. She texted me, said, "Oh my god, thank you so much." It was a huge hit. Um, I just recommend that all the time. So people are always like, what do I make? She said, what do I make? And I'm always like, leave me alone. Like, I don't, I'm not like, don't ask me for drink recipes. Tip me. That's what you, <laughs> like, I'm not here to talk to you about your neck, your, your party next week. I'm here to make money, put money on the bar. And, and shut, we'll talk about it. And shut the fuck up. I, yeah. Someone's like, oh, just get that bay shit. You'll be fine. And everyone loves it. So yes, you so guys. So your bay. Yeah. You've been subjected to our 30 minutes of drunken cocktail musing and, at the end of it, I 40 minutes. Was, oh, that's a long time. And at the end of it, I was like, here, just get this shit and be done with it. So. No, but I want to thank Jason for his time for being here with us today. Like, 20 years of fucking cocktail making is no joke. So, thank you so no, much, No, thank Jason. you for having me. It was, it was truly an honor to be and here. tell people where they can find you on social media. I will tell them where they can find me on social media. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm on, now at, I have to, at Jason P. Freeman. Oh, I'm at Jason P. Freeman 77 on Instagram. And um, yeah, just follow me on Instagram and then ask me for my Facebook because I don't know what the address is. But it's really cute. My Facebook's amazing and I'm really handsome. So you definitely want to follow me. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, guys. And as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, even just a little, please rate, review, and subscribe. That really helps us. You can learn more about us at www.beerfitclub.com. We're on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at BeerFitClub. We want you as part of our community. So go to www.beerfitclub.com forward slash join to become a member of beer fit club inside that first email you'll get a promo code to save 20 percent off your very first class with us if you're in our area and you'll get an invitation to join our hashtags beer fits facebook group have a great day and remember to stay fit and drink local cheers